If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. California air regulators voted yesterday to approve a new rule that will ban the sale of new gasoline cars by 2035 and will phase gas-powered vehicles completely out. So the measure is a historic one in the U.S. and would be one of the first of such bans worldwide. So multiple states are expected to follow suit already. 15 states, including Colorado and Minnesota, on the West Coast followed California's previous zero emission vehicle regulations. The rules would not impact used vehicles, allowing them to stay on the roads. The rules would be immediate, um, but they'll go into effect in 2026. If you missed the Elvis biopic starring Austin Butler in theaters, don't worry. You ain't nothing but a Elvis is going to start streaming on HBO Max on Friday, September 2nd. So this movie was one of the biggest hits of the summer, made over $250 million at the box office, and now you can watch it in the comfort of your own home. And I haven't seen it yet. Amber, have you seen it? I have not seen it. Well, I hear great things about it, and I'm glad that I can watch it at home, because the movie is three hours long. It's a long movie. Yeah. It's like Titanic double VHS type long movie. Yeah. Uh, well, artists Noah Thompson and the Hunter Girl are hitting the road together. Noah Thompson is the reigning American Idol winner and Hunter Girl was the runner-up. Um, they just announced their co-headlining tour on Instagram. And Noah actually said in a press release, I can't believe a year ago I was working construction and now I'm announcing a tour with one of my closest friends, Hunter Girl. Now, they met on American Idol and apparently they've stayed really close friends. Uh, Hunter Girl also promised to share new music that's going to be coming out soon while she's on tour. And their tour kicks off on October 27th in Columbus, Ohio. Ohio and tickets are on sale now. Catching the catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines, one of them is real. Can Amber identify what the headline in a haystack is? So Amber got it right last time. So the score is tied up at 34. She's guessed it correctly 34 times. I've fooled her 34 times. And this morning's edition is the burglar edition. Okay. How you feeling? You feeling confident? Sure. Here's headline number one. Burglar mows homeowner's lawn. Headline number two, burglar asks homeowners for Wi-Fi password. And headline number three, burglar is caught due to watching cartoons. Okay. Mo's lawn, Wi-Fi password, and cartoons. Yep. This is very interesting. I'm going to go with cartoons. That is not the headline in a haystack. Wi-Fi password. That is... The headline in a haystack. Uh. (laughs) So this happened in Palo Alto. Police recently arrested a 17-year-old burglar after he entered a home and asked the sleeping couple for their Wi-Fi password. (laughs) My gosh. Hey, this is important. I need the Wi-Fi password. The husband shoved the teenager out of his home before calling the police. Cops quickly arrived and charged the teen with burglary and prowling. 
I mean, sometimes you just need to get on TikTok. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What is the highest honor you've ever received? Jean, Jeannie Schultz, uh, the wife of Peanuts creator Charles M. Schultz, uh, has won a national honor for promoting cartoon art. So on September 15th and 16th in Kansas City, she's going to receive the highest honor the National Cartoonist Society can bestow on a non-cartoonist. It's called the Silver T Square. That's awesome. Some love for Sonoma County right there. Exactly. So she's also going to participate in a panel discussion of the Peanuts legacy in light of the centennial this year of Charles Schultz's birthday on November 26th. So if you're listening, maybe, you know, my family's listening from Georgia or something like that. Charles M. Schultz is... Super important to Sonoma County. Yeah. Um, he claims Sonoma County is an inspiration for the comics, the peanuts, and things like that. Uh, so this is a really great honor. And like you said, Tanner, showing some love to Sonoma County. I'm still uh, on a mission to find all the peanuts uh, <laughs> statues across Santa Rosa. There's 72. There's quite a bit. Uh, Tanner, what is the highest honor you've ever received? It's probably not the Silver T-Square Award, but <laughs> it's probably pretty close, right? Most improved in Pee Wee football? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Probably the biggest one was a radio award. It was the top 30 under 30. Um, I was given that award back in 2020, and it just meant a lot to me. Thank you. I got a little plaque for it and everything, and that's (laughs) by far was the coolest honor I've ever received because I probably didn't deserve it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Of course you did. Of course you did. Uh, So it's absolutely wonderful when, you know, you receive a high honor. It, you know, just highlights your accomplishments, and it it makes you feel great about yourself. And I I think that uh, Gene is doing just a wonderful job of continuing Charles' legacy. But we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929, what's the highest honor you've ever received? David from Santa Rosa said, my junior high concert band winning every category we were in for mass competition across all of California. Yeah! I love when you win awards in high school. <laughs> yeah, it means so junior much. High, yeah. Uh, Alexis from Rona Park says, I got a journalism award once back in college where I worked on the student newspaper. That was probably one of the most competitive awards I've ever won. Greg from Guerneville. We love Greg. He said, eye contact, hand on shoulder, and told, good job. Oh, wait, I never got that. <laughs> the only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. I'm so tired. We need you to fill in the blank. You know I had a rough morning because I wore blank. So I'm typically a morning person. Amber, I don't know what happened to me yesterday, but I was the most exhausted I have ever been since we started the morning show. We've had some pretty busy days this week. Yeah. it's We've got a lot going on. We've got a big promotion this weekend. We're doing a school supply drive. We're moving buildings. We're getting new coworkers. And on top of that, we do all our regular work. Well, that makes me feel a lot better. It's Thank normal. you. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the school supply drive is happening happening at F45 Bennett Valley tomorrow from 12 to 2. Would love to see you there. Um, But I'm going to fill in the blank right now. You know I had a rough morning because I wore a hat. And I know that sounds weird. Uh, Whenever I'm the type of person that I like to have my hair down every single day, like to let the mullet shine. Sure. Uh, But yesterday I just wasn't feeling it and I wore a hat. And when I left my apartment yesterday, I was wearing a hat. My shirt was inside out. 
my socks were inside out and I went, ooh, it's going to be a tough one today. <laughs> uh, that's definitely happened to me before, but every single morning is rough for me, so I can't really <laughs> participate in this too much. But I know that one time it was so bad, it was such a rough morning that I put two different shoes on and not only that, I put them on the wrong feet. Whoa. I've told the story on the show before. So but you put really your bad. left shoe on your right foot and your right shoe on your left foot? Yeah. Wow. And it was the wrong, it wasn't even matching shoes. How long did it take you to notice? Uh, I put them on and I started walking to class in college and I said something feels weird and I looked down and it was, <laughs> it was, it was it. It's hilarious. Was it. Uh, Charlene from Petaluma, fill in the blank. You know I had a rough morning because I wore... I have worn my work shirt and my underwear backwards and inside out several times. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just struggle in the morning getting ready. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. A Cassville, Missouri school district is allegedly bringing back spanking. They plan to discipline students by swatting their, you know, rear ends with a paddle. A new policy allows students to be punished by paddling if all other disciplinary efforts fail. Well, the district superintendent, her name is Meryl Johnson. She said parents' concerns in a survey spurred this move, and she explained... The complaints that we have heard from our parents is that they don't want their students suspended. They want another option. And so this was just another option that we could use before we got to the point of suspension. Parents will have to opt in for the potential paddling. Johnson added corporal punishment will be used only when other means of discipline have failed and then only in reasonable form when the principal approves it. Now, the superintendent also says a lot of people have been calling her to thank her for doing this. And some parents don't think the corporal punishment is still appropriate in this day and age. I don't think it's appropriate. I don't think we should be spanking our kids. I think that time and time again, it is proven that it doesn't work. My parents did not spank me, and I turned out completely fine. I am a well-adjusted human being, an adult. I mean, some people would say. My parents would say. At least I think so. <laughs> and, you know, I, I just I just think time and time again, it's proven that we don't need corporal punishment. Maybe there's other ways we can help our kids. Um, talking to them is one thing. I, I do not think this should be an option. I, I, I just think we need to... Have a conversation and figure out what other things we can do to discipline our children or to teach them what is wrong, what is right. I, you know, I'm not a parent. I'm not a teacher. It's hard to say. I don't deal with kids every single day. Uh, so do you support schools spanking students with paddles? Is this an appropriate form of punishment? What is your opinion on this? Joanna from Windsor on the phone. Joanna, what are your thoughts on all this? I believe it's a terrible idea because a lot of children go to school for safety and if they feel they can't turn to their teachers if they're misbehaving or whatever yeah. may be the reason and the teachers just start paddling instead of asking why are these children misbehaving what's wrong with this child yeah. should we maybe look a little further into this then where do these children have a safe place got something to say call me up 
you can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Might, might, answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. 84% of people say this is the top sign you have become a grown-up. What is it? Here is a clue. Added responsibility. Here's another clue. Not having kids. And here is your final clue. Expensive. All right, Paul from Sebastopol, what's your guess for today's Mindbender? Well, I am going to have to go with the residents buying a house. Wow, that is correct. <laughs> Congratulations, Paul. You're going to the Bodega Seafood Art and Wine Festival, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning, 92.9. God makes five foot nine Tyler Hubbard says that he can sleep anywhere. He said, quote, I can pass out anywhere. Backstage at a show, during an interview, you name it. <laughs> Good for him. Now, if we were interviewing Tyler Hubbard and he fell asleep, I guess I couldn't be offended because he's apparently done it before. <laughs> well, I hope that wouldn't happen, but I'm super jealous. I can't nap anywhere at all except my bed. Yeah? Not even the couch. Dang, man. I I feel sorry for you because, personally, I'm an expert at napping. I can nap anywhere, anytime. I've even fallen asleep at Third Street Aleworks before. Why? Um, I was just tired. It's around 2 o'clock. That's my nap time. I feel embarrassed to admit I have a nap time. (laughs) But I had no alcohol in my system or anything. I just fell asleep. Well, if you're tired, you're tired. (laughs) I I really don't know. You know, it... It's not shameful to fall asleep in public. I don't think it is. And when it comes to napping, I have truly mastered the art of it. I have an internal time clock to take a nap for 20 minutes, and I wake up at 20 minutes on the dot every single time. It's a weird skill that I have. Yeah, that is very interesting. I told you the other day that I was tired. You said, go take a nap. I was like, are you crazy? (laughs) I can't nap. I feel terrible when I wake up. And you told me, you're like, you can't nap over 30 minutes. And if you nap an hour, you have to nap an hour and 15 seconds for it to be normal. (laughs) What? Have you ever napped in our office? We have a couch in our office, by the way. way. No? Too many people walking by. What if they hear me snoring? Oh, that's true. They've probably heard me snore. <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, Will from Santa Rosa, you have fallen asleep in a public place? Uh, yes, I've fallen asleep at work. And um, the employees uh, painted a picture on my face in Magic Marker. Cute. They said I was sleeping pretty hardcore. It's when I was working a third shift job. And uh, I had come off the road and I was put my head down in the break room. And when I woke up, um, they said, you better go in the bathroom. Um, something's... You have something on your face. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Ron. Now, Ron recently hired a locksmith to help him get back in his car, and Barry Martindale's going to mess with him and say his car was disgusting. Hello. Hi, is this Ron? Yeah, this is him. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling you because I understand you had a locksmith attend your vehicle recently to get your keys out of your car. Yeah, I just locked my keys in my car and he helped me out. I am representing that company today, and you are being fined an extra $150 due to the conditions of your vehicle. No, what conditions? 
while you had a mountain of trash in your back seat and in your passenger seat, uh, and my client says that the smell was so overwhelming that they got a mask. That's how bad your car is. That's how disgusting your car is. No, my car is not disgusting, and the guy showed up with a mask anyway. I actually went to your home while you were sleeping last night. I took a look at the inside of your vehicle, and I gotta say, it's disgusting. You came to my home? Yeah, absolutely. How do you know where I live? I got the address from the locksmith. I have to do some investigating before I call stupid people like you. You're telling me that locksmith gave you my home address. what, What is your name again, sir? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. It's great to be acquainted with you. This is not okay, Barry Martindale. This is my first of all, my car is it, it it's not nearly as dirty as what I'm being accused of. There's a couple of bags, you know, like some clothes that I meant to drop off at Goodwill and and uh, perhaps some McDonald's, but I it, it, it there's no odor. Your car is a borderline health hazard, and we need you to pay this $150 fine, or we will report you to the sanitation department for Sonoma County. A, a fine is something that the police give. I, 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 I have a hard time believing that you even have the right to fine me. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. I thought that was a little too weird. <laughs> Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. When did you get locked out? So I had to leave work yesterday minutes after the show because my girlfriend locked herself out of the apartment. Now, you're able to lock the apartment before you leave out the front door, and so she locked herself out, she called me, and I said, Amber, I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) And then I said, when did you get locked out? Call us at 6361-HOP. Seriously, call us if you have a locked out story, (laughs) 6361-HOP. And I couldn't really be mad about the situation because I've locked myself out a bunch of times. For example, when I started doing uh, Instacart deliveries, I was in Petaluma, threw the groceries in the trunk, closed the trunk, touched my pockets. My keys were not in my pockets. I locked them in my trunk. That's so frustrating. Yeah. I've done it so many times. So many times, but my personal favorite was at the Christmas party. Oh, yeah. We had a Christmas party in February for our work, and I locked my keys in my car. I got there super early that day. We were hanging out, and then I went to get my dress for the party out of the car. I was like, uh, I don't... I don't know where my car keys are. Yeah. And Small we had to break problem. In. We had to break into the car. It was great. How did you end up breaking into the car, by the way? Uh, my fiance works for the Lodge of Bodega Bay, and it was right near where we were staying. Yeah. So we drove down there and got a kit. Okay. Like a break in your car kit, specifically for people who like stay on property and lock their keys in their car. So apparently it happens all the time. So, Cammie, your girlfriend should not feel that bad. Yeah, and the first time I locked my keys in my car, my mom, I was living with my mom, and she goes, I got this. She had one of those wire coat hangers. 
and she just went in, popped my lock super quick because my window was cracked a little yeah. bit. And I was like, Mom, you're a little too good at that. <laughs> She's like, this, uh, this is the first time I've done this, I swear. I'm like, sure, Mom, okay. You have a side business that I don't know about? Um, on the Amber and Tanner in the Morning Facebook page, we're sharing locked out stories. Jason from Petaluma says, I locked myself out of my trunk once. I used a clothes hanger to pop the lock. Oh, Brittany from Santa Rosa said, I locked my keys in my car at a wedding. I forgot about it. Then afterwards, I called AAA. Ben from Healdsburg says, I drive a Tesla that can be unlocked with my phone. My phone died and my wife had to come open the door. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. The most sought-after item is toilet paper. The entire aisle of toilet paper sold out. You can't build a toilet paper fortress that's going to keep coronavirus out. <laughs> you can survive without toilet paper. Happy National Toilet Paper Day. What a cool holiday. <laughs> I mean, ever since the pandemic, we can really no longer take toilet paper for granted. I ran out of toilet paper during the pandemic. You had to go to Costco and fight people for toilet paper, I'm assuming, Tanner. I did. I had to throw shoes off, <laughs> throw them at people. It, it was a whole mess. Uh, so what is the most embarrassing place you've run out of toilet paper is my question for today. I went back to Georgia in May. My mom had surgery. And my dad took me to Dunkin' Donuts. And we both had to go to the bathroom. Except uh, I had to go to the bathroom a little more than he did. Mm. I, I I was upset. Like, my stomach was upset because of all the stress I had gone through. And I looked over at the toilet paper roll, and there was absolutely nothing there. No. Not even a tiny sliver. Dang. And there were no paper towels. So it, you it was have one of those hand dryers. Nothing you can and use. I have nothing. And I looked out. I had to like pull my pants up and look out and run into the men's room, <laughs> grab some toilet paper out of the men's room and put it back in the women's room. And I told them what happened at Dunkin' and they gave me a free donut. Hey, that's nice. <laughs> at least you got a free donut out of the whole ordeal. <laughs> Love how that's what I focus on. I, I know. Where have you uh, run out of toilet paper before, Tanner? Is there like a really embarrassing place? Here at the studio. Oh, no. It is absolute mayhem. We have one bathroom that actually works here, Froggy 92.9, and it was completely out of toilet paper one morning, but thankfully I had some other resources I could use. What were those other resources? The hand towels. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's a painful I don't want to say mistake, but painful situation to be yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes you got to do what you got to oh. do. <laughs> All right, we've got Tony from Middletown on the phone. Tony, where is the most embarrassing place you've run out of toilet paper? How about at the zoo? <laughs> I think I had some bad food and ran to the bathroom at the zoo. Oh, no. Uh, only to pick the wrong stall, and there was zero paper and did not check before I sat down. No. Uh, I luckily had my phone with me, so I called my wife, and she... Timed it so that nobody else was in there, ran in a stall, grabbed some toilet paper, nice. and threw it to me. So, yeah, she uh, kind of timed it so that when somebody came out, she ran in real quick. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Sandra from San Rafael, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I sure am. I want to go see Keith Urban. Yay! 
That's awesome. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear the questions. Sandra, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Sandra, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Amber, I think you're going down today. Oh, nice, Sandra. She really wants to keep her tickets. Oh, yeah. She got five yesterday, but not today. (laughs) (laughs) Amber's record's 515 wins and 41 losses. Are you ready? I'm ready. Question one. Lainey Wilson is going to be on season five of Yellowstone. Can you tell me which state this show takes place in? Uh, Wyoming? That is incorrect. Question two. The sequel to A Christmas Story will come out on November 17th. Finish the phrase. You'll shoot your... We'll pass. That's okay. Question three. The movie Elvis will be coming to HBO Max on September 2nd. Elvis has a famous home called Graceland. What city is Graceland in? Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. That is correct. Here's question number four. Luke Bryan told People Magazine that Blake Shelton isn't a true farmer. True or false, Blake and Luke are from the same state. That is correct. Question five. Dennis Rodman's 1997 NBA Finals jersey from Game 6 is going to be auctioned off. What team did Dennis Rodman play for? I think the Lakers. That is incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Sandra from San Rafael got two and a half out of five. Uh-oh. Did Tanner make him hard today, Sandra? <laughs> Very hard. <laughs> Why did you do that, Tanner? Uh, I'm sorry, Sandra. I'm, Sandra. I'm just trying to fool Amber over here. All right, let's see if you can do it. Question one. Lainey Wilson is going to be on season five of Yellowstone. Can you tell me which state this show takes place in? Montana. That is correct. Sandra got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question two. The sequel to A Christmas Story will come out on November 17th. Finish the phrase. You'll shoot your... Eye out, kid. That is correct. Sandra got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to zip. Question three. The movie Elvis will be coming to HBO Max on September 2nd. Elvis has a famous home called Graceland. What city is Graceland in? Memphis. That is correct. (laughs) Sandra got that correct as well. Amber, you're up three to one. Question four. Luke Bryan told People Magazine that Blake Shelton is not a true farmer. True or false, Blake and Luke are from the same state. False. That is correct. Blake's from Oklahoma. Luke's from Georgia. Sandra also got that correct. Four to two is the score. And question five. Dennis Rodman's, I know you love sports, Amber, 1997 NBA Finals jersey from Game 6 is going to be auctioned off. What team did Dennis Rodman play for? The Bulls. Correct. Perfect five out of five. Compared to Sandra's two and a half out of five, Sandra's so sorry not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. Sandra, you're going to Keith Urban on Saturday, September 3rd at the Shoreline Amphitheater, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Sluggy 92.9.